you're listening to the We Speak Common Podcast Network. For more information and to support the show, head to wespeakcommon.com. Hello and welcome to this episode of the D&D podcast for everyone, because here we speak common. Brought to you in partnership with The Dice Dungeon and Describe. The Dice Dungeon is your one-stop shop for all things D&D, from premium dice sets to rolling trays and adventures. And you can use the code WESPEAKCOMMON to get 10% off your order at The Dice Dungeon's website right now. And if you're looking for finely crafted box text to improve your player's immersion, then head over to describe.com, spelled D-S-C-R-Y-B. You can get 10% off your subscription when you use the code COMMON at checkout. And they've got loads of other things on offer too, like their uh, ambiences, their soundscapes, their maps. Honestly, so much going on over there. Go and check them out. You can find the links to our partners in the show notes below. This week on Tinkerer's Toolbox, we're talking about making your very first player character. Welcome to We Speak Common. And happy new year to one and all. Hello, Dave. Hi, Ben. It feels weird. I f- still saying that. <laughs> I've had that thing at work where um, I think I've said it for the last time, mm-hmm. and then I see someone I haven't seen this year yet, and I yeah. have to say it all again, and I have to go through that that whole rigmarole of oh, how yeah. was your Christmas? <laughs> Did you have a nice time? Or Did you have a good break? Like all of that. I'm Everything. so done with it. The works, yeah. So done with it. So how was your Christmas? How was your break? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah how about great, you? Yeah. How about okay, you? Yeah. Wonderful, yeah, good yeah, yeah. We've done that to get off done. <laughs> Thank God. Um, have you played D&D yet this year? Uh, no, not this year yet. No, me neither. Me neither. How oh, very no. sad. I know. Um, I haven't played, I haven't run D&D. No, me neither. Uh, I haven't run D&D for literal months at this point. It's been a long our, time since TOA, yeah. Our Christmas break. Did we finish at the end of October? Yeah, I feel like it might be that long. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And we're not going to play again until the end of February. Because we have lots of things to do. Yeah, we've got lots of painting and crafting to do for that, yeah. that nice big um, end oh, of That's going to be too. so exciting, though. Well, yeah. I mean, now that we've sat down and worked out the fact that we've literally got like a month to do it, I'm a bit yeah, <laughs> I'm nervous. less excited. But um, I think we'll be I think we'll be fine. We're master, master craftsmen. Honestly, yeah. Or at least fine. one of us are. Yeah. <laughs> who knows which one me. we shan't it's, confirm it's it. me it's me <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to it though I'm I've always said that running D&D is what I like about D&D not, not playing like I yeah. like playing but I like running more you prefer running yeah mm-hmm. so this is the longest break I've had in I think ever actually yeah I think this is the longest break I've had ever and it feels like- weird that's yeah. Like it has been. It's been ages, mm. absolutely ages, to the point where I was going through my notes yesterday for yeah. the the fight. Like not not my full prep, but like just the things that I have on my phone. Like I have a note on my iPhone on the notes app. I have yeah, one yeah. that's like lines for a Sarak, like things he'll say. Oh, nice! So I'm excited like, oh. for that. I know that Ray might bring up like honor and faith because he's a paladin. Yeah, yeah. So I've got responses for those themes and stuff like that um so i was going through like his introduction as it were um it just it just hyped me up it's gonna be so fun when we're doing it i'm I'm so excited it's gonna be the first time i've played in person in years as well not years probably a year Mm -hmm. probably a year 
Um, so that's, yeah, that's going to be good. It's going to be good. But we've had tyranny. We've had a couple mm-hmm. of sessions of tyranny. Had a couple of sessions of tyranny. Um, yeah. um, you died. I did. Again. Uh, I, but I'm alive again. And you were brought back. Um, we should actually talk about that a little bit. Um, yes. That was a, a crazy session. <laughs> yeah. Because I think there's... I don't know if it's a full episode's kind of content worth discussion, yeah. but I think there is something that people will take away from it. So, do so you think like, uh, sorry, just we're just gonna have a conversation here on, on it. Um, do you think it's like a how to how to be a controlled character? Is that what you're kind of thinking, or what? How to be? I don't know. I don't. Re- I just think it's an interesting tale. It with is some learnings in it. It was very, very fun to to be on the other side of that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a scenario I've not been in before. Well, no, that's not true. It's a scenario that I think is tricky. Yeah, to get right, and I think James did an incredible job of that. He did a, you did really a great good job, job. with it. Um, the fun thing for me was you guys haven't seen Ivan like fully untethered, like raging. Yeah. Like he's he's been like bloodthirsty, but this this was like I'm due to use everything against you because i know you're a powerful enemy <laughs> okay let's let's give some context let's we'll talk about this a little bit yeah, um, yeah. because dms and players will get a kick out of it and then yeah. we'll talk about our topic which um just to get it out of the way because it's in the title and we've said at the top, top of the episode we're talking about making your first player character today yeah so um start the year maybe new people coming into D, especially after Baldur's Gate 3 we wanted to do something a little bit more welcoming yeah, so absolutely. here's a little bit for those of you who run and play D a lot and then we'll get into that later um okay so context, we're playing Tyranny of Dragons, mm-hmm. the long, long form whole thing up to level 20. Massive we're thing, yeah. Currently level six, 16. Yeah. Yes. So I'm a war wizard lich. Um, yep. Wesley is an artificer. Drought. Drought. You are, uh, what the fuck is Ivan? <laughs> he is a um, Goliath. Go on. Goliath fighter barbarian. Um, so class wise, he is a rune, yeah, rune knight and a, uh, totem barbarian. Okay. What's uh, the level breakdown? Do you know? Oh God. Uh, I think it's, I want to say four barbarian and okay. the, the rest right. fighter. A... Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's a, a bit of a beast. Um, yes. Basically, the story was we've got we're in Thay. Um, we've got to uh, this. Mm. We're trying to get the Thay. You're missing. You're missing one thing. We all we're all mythic as well. Oh yes, sorry. We're all mythic. So those of you who have been with the with the podcast for a while will know that we're big fans of the mythic stat blocks that we're mm-hmm. brought in with Odyssey. Is it Odyssey of Theros? Or Odyssey. Theros? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh, there's a. a third party book um, yeah I, th- I think it's called mythic encounters it takes yeah. a load yeah. of monsters famous monsters from DD and gives them mythic stat blocks in that there is a a trait which is basically a feat when yeah. um a player kills a mythic creature they get the mythic trait which Boon basically the mythic means, hero i think yeah, it's called Boon, yeah. that's it you get not to zero hit points and you go mythic so you get mm-hmm. Your hit points back in temporary hit points. You yep. get um, basically a legendary resistance. A mythic one action. Resistance. Yeah. yeah, mythic action. Um, something else? Something about you the mythic, mythic spells. Things. Yeah. yeah. Wizards mythic get mythic items. spells. There are mythic items. Yeah. So there's like fun stuff, but you can only use it once a week. 
um, yeah. in game time. So, yeah. Mine's not been used. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It's, it's great fun. It makes you feel really, really powerful. So yeah. we all have that. We're in Thay. We're trying to get the Thane Wizards to help us in yes. the fight against Tiamat. And to win them over, we need to do something for them. They've got this uprising going on at, at mine camp. They want right, us to go and yes. sort the problem and then kill the leader. Um, yeah. And then they'll do what, you know, then they'll work with us, whatever. So we get there and they don't like us because we're outsiders. <laughs> and yeah. we basically <laughs> waltz in and go, we're staying here tonight. And they go, no, you're not. And we go, yeah, we are. <laughs> We've broken the door. We're in the camp. Where can we sleep? And they go, cool, go sleep in the pit. Yeah, we, um, we were classically cocky, high level yeah. players. <laughs> yeah. Walked in and were like, cool, yeah, we'll sleep in the pit. Fine. What's the issue with the pit? And they were like, you'll see. Um, so we go down in there. There's a giant, well, I say giant, it's a gargantuan creature. Yes. Uh, and it's this big burrowing worm thing. Yeah. So there's a giant tentacle mouth. Yeah, horrible giant tentacle mouth. There's yeah. that. There's also undead, um, mm-hmm. like, miners, because yeah. we're in Fae, but they're acting up. They're not doing as they're told no, anymore. So no, they're, yeah. yeah, they're attacking us too. So we get down in the mine, we're fighting this worm, we're fighting these underminers, we start killing things, yeah. and then intellect devourers start popping out of the undead. Which is a barbarian's worst nightmare, as we soon found out. I mean, we haven't even touched on this as players or as characters yet. Like, I don't know why there's intellect devourers down there. Are they spies? Who knows? Yeah. I guess, like, we're going to have to find we don't out know yet. Yeah. later. But <laughs> So suddenly there's intellect devourers there too, which... If you've played D&D, you know, low hit points, all that kind of stuff. But mm-hmm. scary killer. For, for a CR2 creature, they'll end yeah. your life. Yes. Um, what is your int? 10? Uh, 8, I think. Or oh, it might be great. 10. Yeah, 8 or 10. It's low. It's very, very low. So Wesley, as the artificer, is focusing the worm. And, and you're both in, the thing is, you two are fine because you're both high int. You're both int yeah. casters. I'm there. Um, whittling away its uh, legendary resistances. Yes. So you two are focusing uh, yeah, the worm mainly. Uh, and you're like dealing with all the things around us. Yeah. Which means you keep getting attacked by the insulate virus. And yeah. we were going... Dave has lost characters so many times. So <laughs> I, it's, it's, it's honestly an ongoing joke. Um, I, I can't believe it, but we were all very giddily going, <laughs> Dave's, yeah. Dave's going to lose another character. Ha ha ha. That's so funny. And then realized in the moment that like you had to make the save to see if you're about to die, because mm-hmm. your int had been reduced to zero and the intellect fire was trying to get into yeah. your brain. At that point, Wes and I both went, oh shit, then we've got to fight Ivan. Yeah. <laughs> because the internet power will obviously take over your body. Yeah. Uh, which happened. Yes. Um, eventually. It, I mean, it took a while. You it held did. out for a long time. I did. I don't know how, but I did. No. And when you're raging, you have an effective HP of like 400. Yeah, I have 400 HP, which is basically, because apart from psychic damage, which is the one weakness I had. <laughs> so... We end up in this situation where this gargantuan worm is like going off on one side of us, keeps yeah. swallowing Wesley. He keeps going yes. inside the worm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm doing okay, like hit point wise, yeah. being targeted. You were like invisible, right? I think you were invisible. Oh, I was invisible. I was yeah. great invisibility. Yeah. Um, Where's a great invisibility me and kept saving. So that was yeah. fine. So I was doing okay. I wasn't getting hit. Every time I was, I was shielding. I was just whittling away three spell slots. Yes. 
which is important. And then you got taken over. And so what could have happened is James could have gone, right, Dave, sorry, Ivan's dead. I'm going to have to run him now. Yeah. Which is a lot of work because Ivan's a very complex character to play. For for a martial character as well, he's very complicated. To be given a a full character sheet that you've never really looked at before as a DM and then go, shit, I'm not going to run this, is mental. So what what James did instead was go, Dave, do you want to run Ivan but fight your friends? And you, of course, went... (laughs) Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course I want to do that. Yeah, which is hilarious because we were jokingly saying Ivan could kill. We've Paul been having <laughs> we've been having the conversation, which I think every party has, and every person. Yeah. Like, My character could kill your character, and I'm and I'm there going, yeah, no, I'll just force cage you. I'll be fine. Like I'm a lich. I'll just reform in ten which days. Which is funny like, because you did force cage me. Yeah, once. yeah. Well, this over. is the thing. Us talking about it for yeah. weeks on end <laughs> means I've got a plan for Ivan. I'm like Batman. So yeah, we yeah. So you. And and you did a great job of not holding back as well, which yeah. is fantastic. And I think what you should have done. So we ended up with Ivan in a force cage, yep. unable to get out. But because of your multi-class, you had abilities that could still... I had my ring as oh, well. Yeah, no, I, yeah, we all have items. My mythic ring, which items. gives yeah. him crazy stuff. So you could still hurt us and attack us even though you're in this yeah. cube of I was basically casting core lightning on you every turn just for mm. free mm. <laughs> at the same time we've got this gar- gar- gargantuan worm yeah just which, which I managed to polymorph eventually yeah. yes. into, like, into a cow mm-hmm. um, just to like because we had to fight we couldn't we couldn't fight both of you, you, couldn't, yeah, you, could, you we had to focus, focus on yeah. one so we, I was like, let's get the, you're in a cage. Let's just deal with the lightning yeah. strikes, get the, get the worm into a cow. And then we'll focus on, on dealing with Ivan. Mm-hmm. Um, you had an ability to teleport, but you couldn't get past. I couldn't the get DC the, the quiz save. Yeah. It yeah. was, uh, it was too difficult. It's like it was 18 too, your to DC was too high for me to escape basically. Yeah. Yeah. So you were stuck there. Um, I can't remember how we killed the worm. Eventually we killed the worm. I think we basically I, just ignored you for yeah. it and just let you like throw toys at us from your plan, yeah. basically. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, which worked quite well. And You eventually killed the worm off anyway. Yeah, we killed the worm until we then had to fight you. So then it was a case of I got far enough away. I mean, I was you went to the You went to the top of the pit. This yeah, because you got me pit. down to half hit points and so my yeah. contingency kicked in. And you went to the top. Which yeah. lets me teleport. So I teleported, the not teleported, dead, um, yeah. dimension door, but it got me out. Uh, out of the way, so I was out of range of you and out of sight. Yeah, and able to Which like was key for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Wes was then going. Okay, I now need to get in melee combat with Ivan, which is a scary process. Which is as a it very is. scary thing to do. So it basically became two tanks fighting yeah. each other. You, I mean, you two went off and you like had an in-person discussion about it for an hour while the force yeah. cage was up, and then the force cage. You guys prepped. The force cage dropped, and then all we hell broke loose. Yeah, and then the fire started. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, and it's just like I'm at the top of this this ginormous pit. Yeah, um, like the guy from um Godzilla, just like let them fight, <laughs> just like flinging spells off. Yeah. But the thing is, there were a couple of turns where it could have gone either way. Like yeah. either Ivan was going to kill both of us, or we were going to kill Ivan. Yeah. Um. To, like I had one eighth level spell left and I think I had, we had, Wes and I 
had a 20 minute discussion. I was like, Wes, I can do mm. this or I can do this. Yeah. Those are my two options. And either of them could fail because you, you dropped, still so you had, dropped a very high level disintegrate on me as well. Like, yeah, as boy, yeah. Yeah. To get some, some hit, point, hit points off you, but you still had your mythic resistance. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't do like the, th- I, the plan that I had, I can't remember what it was, but I had this plan of like how I was going to end you that would have been perfect if you didn't have yeah. mythic resistance. And there was no way to get you to use that because I'd used all my other spell slots in this fight with the yeah. worm. So I had no other spells to make you use the save. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was really tense. And I think we yeah. played for like, it, we, we went we to like 12 eight, o'clock at night or something yeah, crazy. Eight, nine, ten. I would pay for like four or five hours of this fight. Yeah. Um, oh my God. And I, it ended up with me having no spell slots left. Absolutely yeah. none left. Um, Wes went mythic. Mm-hmm. Wes hit zero hit points fighting you. Yeah. You went mythic. Yeah. Um, before that, so you yeah. were on the back foot anyway. Yeah. Um, and Wes did manage to kill you, and then using his mythic item, which is this big, powerful healing staff, mm-hmm. used every single charge in his staff to bring your brain back. Yeah. And bring you back to life. Um, but yeah, it was an incredible. It was a wild fight. Yeah. Incredible fight. So basically, all I'm saying is, if you're in a if you're in a position where your players are going to fight each other. Let them fight each other. Yeah. But be prepared to sit there for hours. Put your feet up. Oh, mate. I literally, I've never been that exhausted after a D&D session. Yeah, it was like, it was so, I was scared because I was scared for you guys as well. I was like, everyone's going to fucking slaughter you. Like, yeah. I'm so concerned. And like, <laughs> PvP isn't a thing that you do in D&D typically. Yeah. And this is why, because it's intense and there's, yeah. it's difficult. Like player characters are hard to pick against each other. And yeah. the, I think the classes are built to work together, not go against each other. Yes. Um, so, and that's why conversations of, well, my player could kill your player are fun because, not player, I mean, we're not going to <laughs> My character could kill your character. Those yeah. conversations are fun because realistically, we don't it, want it to actually happen. It's it. not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. It not work out in anyone's yeah. Um It's just, it gets to the end and it'll be just depressing. <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. Oh. <laughs> and I think, thank God we had a way to bring you back. If we didn't yeah. have a way to bring you back, it, it would have been really bittersweet. Yeah. Um, I think the at one is, point... The funny thing is with me, I was like, I'm, yeah, I do this thing where I'm like, right, that's it. I just like resign myself to a new character. Yeah. I'm just like, it's fine. It's honestly, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, James. I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm rolling a new character. You know what it is for me, right? Especially in James games, I get character art done, and then the next session, you I die. like die. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucked. Yeah. yeah, as soon as you commit to that that art, you're dead. yeah. Um, I've like I play Car- Ivan for months now, and I'm like, sweet, I'm gonna get some character art done for Ivan because he's a great character. <laughs> Spend yeah. some money on it. Uh, and it's got some phenomenal art and then I'm like next session he's fucked <laughs> he's gone he's absolutely gone yeah I don't know it was it was intense and um, I think my takeaways are PvP just isn't a thing you should do often in D&D yeah I think when you, you don't have do to do it occasionally yeah. but it's too much if you do it a lot <laughs> yeah um, and yeah. it was a hell of a lot of fun it was a blast yeah. it was a it was a real bit I mean at the time it was tiring and exhausting and stressful yeah. but like the stories 
It's mm. good. It's, it's good such story. a good story. Yeah. I never want to fight Ivan ever again in my life. Ivan no. is the hardest creature we've ever gone against. He's brutal. He's absolutely brutal. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. Um, I think if, if the, one of the other one wasn't there, like you would oh, have escaped because you would have teleported. But like, well, it got to the point where when I once I right, when I had one spell slot left, left, I started leaving. Yeah. I was gonna leave. Um, yeah. Emery in the pit to die. Yeah. Well, the thing is, with you, you would have gone back there and brought Emery back as some sort of undead. I would have found you. some sort of way. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we just called Daddy Fechner and yeah. Got it sorted, and then she would have hated me even more for doing that. Yeah, so, yeah, um, yeah. I can't live without her. So yeah. I don't know what's what's the learnings we can give people that are listening. Uh, I think it, as a player, a as a player, if you are in that position, you should go all out and not hold back because yeah. that's what would happen. And that's what made it fun as well. Yeah, we got to that's, live out the fantasy yeah, exactly. of who would win in this fight. Mm-hmm almost with no ramifications and yeah the i mean th- that's because of the situation we were in yeah so which is very kind funny of, yeah we <laughs> kind of got to do that thing of like oh at the end of the campaign let's just have a big fight to see yeah. who can win yeah. but before we got to the end before of the campaign, we were the campaign yeah uh which is kind of more fun because you're not completely full power yeah we weren't even ready for it as well that's the funniest thing about it, it. Was like so no one was random, ready yeah yeah I came absolutely out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, I saw the exact problem, like, I'll smash him. I've got three attacks. It'll be fine. And then it wasn't fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Anyway, let's let's do our topic today. (laughs) Yeah, we probably should do that. Um, Before we do that. (laughs) Yes. Because we've talked for, I don't know, what, like 20 minutes. A full Tavern Talk episode worth of concept. We ha- yeah, we could have we could have saved that for a Tavern Talk episode, couldn't we? Jesus. If we if we were being smart and we'd have actually thought about what we were doing today a bit more, we could have got an extra episode out of this conversation. But never mind. Um, hey, it's the start of the year. It is. It is. Would the... you like to um, break the bank and treat yourself to a new set of dice? <laughs> no, but yes, at the same time. Yeah. I mean, I'd love to, but I'm poor, yes. January is that year. January is that time of year where I think, especially over here in the UK, I don't know how it is in other countries, but um, the month is, it's the longest month between ever. paychecks. It's the longest month ever, but it's the longest month between getting paid. So there's yes. like at least an extra week. And yeah. um, I've had that thing where like, Oh, I've I've had a really good Christmas, but I wish I got X item. <laughs> so now I want to buy it myself. Yeah, and it does happen to be that a lot of those things tend to be D and D stuff because, <laughs> unfortunately, no one else in my family plays D and D. Yeah, um, and so doesn't doesn't they want to get me? Um, so if you are in the same position as me, if you are on the hunt for some new D and D dice, or you just kind of want to spark a little bit of extra joy in what can be quite a bleak month but the bank's a little bit dry because of the time of year <laughs> then uh, dice dungeon have a code for you it's we speak common that's the code it gets you 10 percent off if you're a long time listener you'll know this i think um i actually had a chat with ben the other day just get doing the whole new year thing and mm-hmm. he said I, I think it's our only active discount code at the moment so oh. go and use it go wow. and prove that they should keep it going, please. Um, <laughs> it gets ten percent off your entire order too, so it's not just like one item. It will. Yeah. The more if you're if you're doing a big order, this is how I I should say to you: go and do loads of orders and use the code loads. <laughs> but the smart way to do it would be wait until you've got a few things you want to get. Like yeah, I don't know, maybe Dave. 
it's your DM's birthday in February and you need to get him a present, but you don't want to spend loads of money. It's already been James's birthday. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Um, so wait until you've got a load of things to buy. Go do it in one purchase, use the code, and then you'll, you'll save more money is what I'm saying. Um, but the guys have loads of stuff on at the moment on the site. And when we went to see them at uh, the con that we went to in December, Dragon, Dragon Meat. Meat. Yes, well done. Yes, thank you. I remember <laughs> it this time. It's an ongoing joke. I, um, if anyone's listening from Dragon Meat, I'm really sorry. I do really like your convention. For just some reason, my brain can't remember the name of it. Um, it's such a great... We've gone every year when for the first time. I yeah. know, it's so good. And I just Very don't good. remember the name. Um, when we saw them, they had loads of stuff that I hadn't got my hands on before. And yep. I was so excited to see all the dice and the books and the the... the Beautiful lights. They had these lovely lights. That they oh, they about. were Maybe well stuff. exciting. They were like, oh, I think we're going to try and sell these. And we're like, we hope you do, because we want them. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. go have a look. Link in the description below. The other thing, if yeah. uh, you are like us now getting back into D&D season, yeah. because it is the, it is the season now to stay in your house because it's bloody freezing out and to yeah. play Dungeons & Dragons, either with friends around a table or over the internet. Um, Head over to describe D-S-C-R-Y-B. That's how it's spelled. Link again in the description below. I have been using describe on and off since they've been sponsoring and partnering mm-hmm. for their descriptions and things because they're amazing. But recently I was like, do you know what? I really need to look into their sound stuff that they do. Yeah. So they have ambiences and music and they have a, a, a web player, I guess you could call it. Um, yeah. It's a whole web page. You open it up and you basically, it's a program where you can pre-build and line out all of the descriptions you want, all of the ambiences and all yep. of the musics and control the music and basically run through them like an initiative tracker. It's the best way to describe it yeah, yeah. for the descriptions. So you can like lay out a load of scenes for your whole sessions and they're just there in the order that you need them all in one new place. It plays when you, you, you plays read that out and everything. Yeah, it's you amazing. can either run it through things like Discord or Fantasy Grounds or, or any VTT you're using, or you can have your players sign into it so that you can control the music through it for them as well it's a great great. little program i haven't even scratched the surface of how good with like using it properly so um this is me just having tinkered with it for a few hours go and check it out Uh, again if you want to subscribe they've got loads of stuff on there for free but if you want to subscribe there's loads of different tiers and the code common is the code you can use gets you 10 percent off every month for the first two years that that subscription stays i've been I've been a subscriber to describe for since they started sponsoring. Please be common, actually. Yeah. It's a, it's a great service. So good. And we've had people who, the, like the professional creative writers, we've had a few of them on the shows before. And mm-hmm. um, the stuff they do is great. Like, I'm. There are, I mean, got, I think got at least one on the server. One, well. Yeah, at least one yeah. on the server. I'm yeah. like. I'll just if I ever get made redundant, I'll just ask them if I can have a job. Yeah. I'll go yeah. and be a writer. Basically, yeah. As long as someone spell checks it, that's fine. I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> who needs who needs to do that anymore anyway? You've got computers to do that for you. Oh, so. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, it supports the show. So go and check it out. And of course, we've got Patreon as well if you want to support us directly. Okay. Yes. If you are a new DD player, or mm-hmm. if you've got a new person joining the table this year maybe they've played Baldur's Gate 3 or they've played a little bit of D&D or maybe the one I always had was people say oh I play Dungeons and Dragons I go oh what do you play and they go oh the board game I'm like oh. ah, that's that's different um and oh, they want to oh, well, play well. the full game yeah I know yeah. <laughs> they, they want to play the full game fine let's 
let's teach this you. This is how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Making a first character is intimidating. Daunting. I remember how daunting it was. I remember reading the book because uh, especially because I was like one of the first people in the group to be like, let's play D&D. So I had to like mm. read the whole book, reading the book. And it wasn't even in the right order. Like it tells oh, you things no. like logistically in, in when you read the player's handbook, yeah. especially the original one from what, like 2011, whenever it was yeah, the original 5e, um, the original printing, the order of it, they tell you to do some things in an order that I would never do them in. Yeah. Um, and hopefully that'll change with the reprints that are coming I think out it, this year. Uh, is, is it not changed? I mean, I don't think I've got a place on book anymore. Oh, wow. Um, I've got two. I've got... I've got I mean, I've got them online, one. but I don't think I have them in person anymore. So my original one, which has pages falling out of it. Hang on, I'll tell you when this one was printed. This is when it first came out. Um, so this would probably be... Where is it? August 2014. There you go. That's wild, yeah. So that's the original printing of 5e. And it's the order that it asks you to go in. This book smells so good. Um, <laughs> choose a race, choose a class. Okay, fair. Yeah. Um, then it goes through what the ability scores are. Then it says determine them. Then yeah. it's um, describe your character. Then choose equipment. No, come, what? Then come together and play. That's like, monstrous. You should do background either before or after everything else. Yep. So I go, I would say, roll your stats. Mm-hmm. Pick your class and your character race. Mm-hmm. Um, get all of that on the sheet. Yeah. Then, well, um, yeah, roll, roll them, but don't put them into a category yet. Yeah, so I do, I do stats, race, class, background, yeah. equipment. Yeah. All of that together on a sheet. Yeah. And then I get into descriptions, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And I usually have an idea of what like my backstory is. Like I know what I want to play before I build yeah. a character, but that's kind of where I come from. What was the first character you ever made? That's a good question for you. The first character I ever made was a druid. Really? Yeah. Was a druid who had a wolf companion. Who, what druid was it? I can't, I feel like it might have been moon mm-hmm. maybe Classic. yeah uh, that's for 5e yeah um i can't remember what the first character i ever ever made was um i think i played him for two sessions and then the game never got picked back up again oh breaking and i have uh, my old computer before i completely wiped it and rebuilt it had all the stuff on it still yeah amazing. <laughs> i had like the art and the, and his character sheet was was written up in the notes program yeah because <laughs> i didn't have an actual character sheet and especially not in a digital format either yeah um yeah that was my first what was your first YB character first one i made was a arcane trickster rogue classic uh first one i played was a hexblade warlock oh okay so you made one just like for the sake of making one to try it to try yeah, and right. learn how to do it yeah that's a good idea i think that's a good thing to do as well um, yeah, I think I, I don't. I remember because um, I was at a table with quite experienced people compared to me, mm. and learning warlock was surprisingly complex. 
for a first character even though now really? i'm like warlock's really easy yeah which is i i mean i recommend warlock as a first character yeah i do but i think because hexblade has so many different things especially when you start if you start at an advanced level that's when you get thrown because i started at level five which is you at hexblade you have quite a lot of stuff going on then at that point yeah okay so i feel like we're edging into the advice area here so i'm going to yeah. get a few bits here but I, I, i'm the i'm my experience is that i've built people mm-hmm. their first characters a lot yeah. like i've bought a lot yeah, of people into absolutely D&D. yeah um so i've been through the process a few times and i've got it wrong a few times and i've refined the process mm-hmm. so if you're helping someone slash if you're making your first character i'd say be prepared yeah. to sink a lot of time into it yes because it's it's going to take a while and i always say to people the first time it's going to take you ages the first time you make your character. Yeah. Probably the first few times it's going to take you a couple of hours at least, yeah. if not like three or four. Um, so be prepared for that and don't let that put you off. It's Absolutely, because there's yeah. loads to do. And the thing is, once you've learned how to do it and you've done it a few times, you just fly through that process. But it it's even just so like knowing things. Yeah. Like, you got to think that the first time you play, there's however many races, however many yep. character classes, especially now, now we're like near in oh, the end of five years, yeah. everything. There's so many things. And you, you don't know what they do. No. Whereas, you know, the second time, you know what a fighter does and you know yep. what the subclass that you played does. So that's one yep. ticked off. And yep. the more you play, the more, you know, um, yep. and that's partly why I think people stick with a certain number of classes and races. Yeah, absolutely. They, you know, they know how they work. Um, so yeah, so my first thing is be prepared to sink a lot of time in yeah, and take it slow. And that's hard for people who are experienced to do mm-hmm. because I struggle with that sometimes. But I sit down with someone for the first time and I go, okay, what kind of experience do you want? That's the first question I ask. That's a good one to have. Yeah. And I, I usually get, what kind of experience is there? <laughs> and I go, well, you can be a very kind of real world normal kind of person like a human mm-hmm. or like an elf that's a little bit fantasy or like a, a, yeah. a hobbit not a hobbit i go you know the hobbits they go yeah i go like that's a halfling you'd be like yeah. a halfling be like a hobbit and they go oh cool yeah give them a bit of base reference yeah um, I, I normally go so i normally start with so what kind of fantasy characters from media do you like that's like, a great question yeah yeah and then i go do you want like when I say like fantasy, do you do you imagine like throwing spells around like Harry mm-hmm. Potter or like Gandalf? Or do you imagine like, who hilariously doesn't throw that many spells? Or do <laughs> you want to be swinging a sword or firing a bow? Like what's the kind of fantasy? Um, do yeah. you want to get into like, be, like, do you want to be like a knight? You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And yeah. usually that gives me a rough idea of a good class that they could play yeah if a player says to me oh well i really like the idea of of magic but i was reading the book and the spells seem really confusing and i don't really get spell slots and mm-hmm. but i go okay has it put you off using magic for the first time or do you still want to give it a go because i could give you an easier more restricted yeah, class, class. Yeah. and that's when i go okay well how about a um a warlock or warlock. how about a half caster or a quarter spell classes yeah yeah etc etc paladin exactly um so that's where i start Mm -hmm. and it's usually like what yeah what do you want 
and mm-hmm. how do I achieve that for you? Yeah. And then once I've got an idea, so let's say they go, oh, I want to, yeah, I want to cast some spells, but really I'm looking to be like, um, <laughs> I was going to say a Legolas type character. <laughs> let's go with that. Cause it's in I mean, you can still cast spells as like, cause elves get that as an eight spell yeah. casting anyway. So exactly. Right. So then I'll go, okay, well let's, let's build that kind of character then. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll go through stats and how they work mm-hmm. with classes. Like, you know, you've got your core stats yeah. and things. And that's when we start and rolling. That, you know, that's something that I think uh, I've noticed from players that have probably been introduced to the game incorrectly is that they mm. still don't understand the stats and how what benefits certain classes. Yeah. Um, I've seen stuff where, like... Um, and, you know, they can be an experienced player, but they just don't know where to put those stats still. Well, I'm, I've gone on record and I, I know a lot of people disagree with me. Okay. But I've gone on record saying that D&D Beyond is the wrong way to build you know, your first character. I, I actually agree with you, Ben. I think you should know how to do it on a paper sheet first. That's refreshing. Thank you. Yeah. I think that everybody... <laughs> I feel vindicated. <laughs> I feel like everybody <laughs> should... And, and again... I think everybody should have read the player's handbook. Like if you're playing the game, I think to a, to a standard, to a point, yeah. it's good to do verbally the oral tradition yeah. of learning the game, being taught the game. Yeah. I think that's a great way to come in. But if you've played the game a few times yeah. or you're joining a campaign and you've been going to it weekly for a couple of months, yeah. pick up the book. Pick yeah. up the book, read um, it, get a bit of an understanding. I mean, uh, I, I agree and I don't agree. So okay. I, have, I, I would say I have now probably read the entire player's handbook. However, mm. I haven't sat down and gone, I'm going to read this book in full. Really? No, never. Have, I've never done that with up for bits any book. I, I pick what I need out of a book, yeah. I guess everybody... Everybody learns differently and everyone yeah. reads differently as well. I, I am definitely a, like, a kinetic learner, so I, I, I learn by doing it and getting involved in it. And I love to learn information about characters, so once I know yeah. what character, I will research that. Um, but I won't necessarily go, I, I'm playing a fighter, let's read about Druze today, because that doesn't interest me. No, I get that. I understand that. Like, I, yeah. yeah, okay, that I get. And I think that if you're not the kind of person who can sit down and read, like I have sat down and I've read the player's handbook cover mm-hmm. to cover because I want to understand the game, right? And yeah. I'm the same. When, when I learn a new board game, I find it really difficult for someone to just tell me the rules. Yeah. I'd much rather go, hey, give me 10 minutes and the, and the rule book. And I've seen this in action. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just let me go through it. Yeah. Because like, as you'll tell me things and I just, I won't take it in. Yeah. I'm so, the opposite. So I'm like, I would prefer someone to explain yeah, those rules to me. I love yeah. to explain yeah. rules to people. I love to yeah. tell people how to play a game, but yeah. I have to read it to understand it for it to yeah. like compute my brain. Great skill to have, to be honest. I would prefer to have been able to do that. It I mean, just doesn't I come. It doesn't enter my brain when I when I read something sociable. like that. It, People don't no. like me for it. <laughs> They're like, "What? I can just tell you." And I'm like, "Yeah, no, just give me ten minutes, and I'll and I'll be with you." I'm also a slow reader because I'm dyslexic, so yeah, yeah. it's not ten minutes. It's that's, like an hour. that's an interesting conversation. Yeah, yeah. Just give um, me a quarter an hour. You know? 
Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, we're, we're having a board game night. Cool. What games are we going to play? And then the worst uh, thing someone can say research. to me is, well, I've got 50 different ones we could pick from. We'll see yeah. how we feel. Well, on that night. happened to you when you came over my, not yeah. this new year, just gone the one before that. And you were like, here's all these new games, Ben. I was like, <laughs> ah, great. I was so excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, my, my point is, once you're, if you're learning that way, if you're learning by yeah. being told and taught, but you're, let's say you're playing an Eldritch Knight, right? Yeah. When it gets to the point where you start using things that are new or when you get a new ability, take some time to go and read it. Like be Absolutely. told it, but then go back and read it. Too. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. I think, and I think it's the same with making a character. When you make characters the first few times, yeah. you should learn how to do it on your own from scratch without yeah. any assistance from a tool like D&D Beyond. Yeah. Because not only does it mean you've got the skill for when yeah. D&D Beyond eventually goes away, because let's face it, it's not going to exist forever um, as, as in, in its current format. <laughs> in its like, current format. D&D is going to change. The business model is going to change. We're seeing it happen now. At some mm-hmm. point, D&D Beyond becomes obsolete. This is why I don't, I don't air quotes, buy digital mm-hmm. content through platforms like that because eventually I'm basically paying to rent it. Like I'd much rather mm-hmm. own it, you know, and I yeah. feel the same way about that program. Eventually that, that tool will change and go away. Alter. Yeah. Yeah. So having that skill means you've always got that skill that can't be taken away from you. Mm-hmm. But also it means that when you are using D and D beyond or when you're using, um, another form of character sheet yeah. like maybe on a vtt or something you're understanding what the numbers are and you can yeah. know if things are right or wrong yeah like absolutely every tool if my math teacher ever hears me say this he'll be ecstatic <laughs> because he used to say this all the time a calculator is great mm-hmm. but if you put the wrong information in the wrong information comes out exactly and exactly. that understanding i think is important you know one thing that boggle my head for a long time was proficiency bonuses that mm. was one of the things that took me a while to like understand how that worked um and i don't know whether that was because it wasn't explained to me properly or i didn't read that far into the book or etc etc but once you get your head around that it's like now i'm like yeah makes makes perfect sense proficiency <laughs> bonuses are my favorite rule to reference ever because yeah. it's literally just a table yeah. <laughs> like all Super you need is that table and you suddenly yeah. understand it and i'm I've, i'm opening my book right now dave because you just said the words maybe i didn't read that far into the book mate <laughs> the proficiency bonus table is on page 13 probably got skipped then <laughs> <laughs> well yeah fair enough <laughs> well, i don't need to read the first few pages yeah, that's bitch not interesting let's skip that what can there's i do a, with this fire subclass table there with some numbers that means nothing yeah um it's not on my class page it doesn't matter <laughs> yeah it's probably what you thought yeah um but yeah no and there there are always rules like that and like spells yeah. took me ages to get the first time spells you yeah know? i mean i think it helps when spells you... lots Spell. That's what it um, is. It's spell slots. Yeah. No one gets spell slots the first few times they read them. No. And um, I think what the best way to, for me anyway, to learn spells and how spells work is to play a spellcaster to a high level mm. to, from start to finish. Like that, that is the best way to learn it. That takes a lot of time. It's, it does, but it is a good way to <laughs> yeah. learn it. I, um, yeah, I don't think I've come across the perfect way to describe spell slots. I, it always sounds confusing and I always say there are things in TTRPGs all TTRPGs not just D&D I think you, all TTRPGs 
the best way to do i mean it it helps if you played other stuff like yeah like magic the gathering is a great way to, to describe it like mana you're using your like you know your aisles oh, no, that doesn't work like, for me that really compute. yeah that doesn't compute so i i think with every ttrpg there are things in the game that just don't make sense until they click when they click, they make mm-hmm. complete sense, and you go, "Oh my god, I get it! I'm so happy! I understand now! Amazing! Yeah. It's so simple." I don't think I, I don't think I struggle with spell slots actually, which is quite funny. Uh, I've, I've, I've known so did. many people struggle with them. It tends to be players with ADHD struggle with spell slots. Really? Yeah, I don't know what it is about that, but that seems to be a thing. Um, the best way I have found to describe them is to say, "Okay, you have a load of spells that you know, and you want to yeah. cast them." Right. Yeah. Imagine your spells are uh, little parcels that you're going to send off, and their level is how big they are. And you have a load of boxes, and you have to put the right parcel in the right box to be able to send it off. Because if the parcel's too small, <laughs> it doesn't fit. That's so funny. I love and, it. And they're, they're like, "Okay, what?" And I'm because in my mind, I'm like, the spell slot is the part is the box a slot a slot size it's, yeah slot, in my brain yeah. it's literally a slot it's a certain yeah. size and That's the spells are all also certain sizes yeah so obviously it makes sense that a five fits in a five box because they're uh-huh. the same size but it doesn't fit in a four but but a four because the five is just bigger and the space for okay, it okay okay that's a good way of describing it i've never heard it that way but that's a good way that's, of doing it that's how i understand learn to understand spells and that's how i teach them that's very interesting but it sounds like it's like it takes your brain a minute to go the fuck are you talking about boxes (laughs) but once it clicks it clicks you know what i found harder than spell slots with a spellcaster is learning the different like how you select spells so for example how uh, sorcerers warlocks just yeah. get a spell when like for whatever when they level up or whatever and then if you're a wizard you get two spells when you level up but you can only select a certain amount of spells and if you're a cleric you just know a bunch of spells yeah. but you only select but <laughs> like, yeah. that for me was like what is happening here yeah the term prepared spells messed yeah. with my brain for a long time that's yeah. going to D and was yeah. like what's the difference between knowing and preparing yeah um yeah yeah, there's loads of little things like to that. Learn, to learn, the best way to learn that was to play a wizard for me, to be like, know these spells in the spell book, but you can only memorize a certain amount of day. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's just, there's just wording that isn't as intuitive as it could be. And I think that's what they're trying to sort out mm-hmm. in this new edition. I mean, God knows yeah. what we're going to get this year from D&D. It's been Who a knows? weird, wild ride yeah. for a while um, from wizards. But, um, you know, and they didn't end the year on a high. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> But I think their plan is to make it easier. I don't think it will be better, but it, it but maybe easier. Easier. Um, but yeah. So making a first character is is tricky. I would also say that if you have no idea what you want to do, like people say, what do you want to play? I don't know. I've never played before. What classes would you recommend as a starting class? Because I I know I have a few. Okay. Well, fighter is an obvious one. Any martial class is an obvious one. I disagree. Interesting. Because I think there are difficulties to playing things like a paladin, who I would really? class as martial. Yep. What difficulties would you have as a paladin? Getting your head around religion in this weird game uh, as a first-time player. I mean, I disagree, because paladins technically don't have to be religious. Okay, that's a whole other conversation, though, as well. 
um, because they are stereotypically seen as these holy knights, yes. right? So getting past that hurdle of mm. just because the book says that that doesn't mean they need to be that. Yeah. Um, I think f- there are abilities and things that like paladins and clerics get. Yeah. That can be confusing first time you play it. Okay. Like if you're coming to, to, an, to a TTFG for the first time and you're understanding like hit points and things, lay mm-hmm. on hands could be confusing. Do you for think? For example. Yeah, I think so. Because you can oh. use it to like heal diseases and, and yeah. status effects and things. And you're starting to get into like rule systems there. Whereas yeah, yeah. Um, with a fighter, it's like, okay, cool. You hit things. You roll your die. <laughs> you know if you hit. Yeah, you know you're grappling with the very basic systems of do I hit or not? How much damage yeah. do I do? This die is this damage die. This die yeah. is that damage die. This is how advantage works. This is how disadvantage works. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things you're. I think you're looking for in a first yeah. time ever playing uh, class. And I think fighter hits that. I think. Oh, absolutely. Another good one is. Uh, warlock for those who say mm-hmm. i want a bit of magic and you're like okay let's do a really yep. stripped back caster yeah um rogue rogue absolutely yes the ones i would stay away from i think wizard is good if they feel like they've got the grip of it like if you've got someone who goes oh i've liked reading the book yeah. i kind of i understand this this and this if a player's coming to you for the first time and going i've read this this and this does it work this way this way this way and they're getting it yeah then give a wizard. Yeah. yeah do you think um, wizard is easier than sorcerer yeah yeah because you don't for, have to deal with sorcery points and stuff like that right yeah for yeah. understanding the cause of magic and spell slots and learning spells and that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. I think so, because you're not augmenting your magic with sorcery points and things. Yeah. In terms of you have less options, maybe not, because you mm-hmm. sorcerers have a short spell list and, yeah. and they can have these more fun, interesting things to think about with spell slots. So I, I think sorcerers are a lot of them. That's something yeah. I haven't actually touched on myself personally. I've not, really not gone near druids or sorcerers that much. Spellpoint sorcerers, great fun. Get them on the Patreon right now. They're very powerful. Uh... Yeah, they are. <laughs> um, they're what the sorcerers should be. Yeah. So, <laughs> TM. So, yeah, <laughs> I think druids. I don't know. I mean, I'd stay away from artificers. Yeah, well, artificers is complex. Yeah. Um, I'd stay away from rangers just because they can be a disappointing first experience. I, I don't know. I've I've made some great rangers with people, but that's because of my moon maxer. So yeah, because you're helping them. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you've got a great understanding of the game now. Yeah, but if you're helping someone for the first time, maybe stay away from rangers as well. <laughs> uh, monks, I'd also stay away from. Yeah, monks can be compl- key points are just a faff. Yeah, I think what you're looking for are the air quotes, key Dungeons and Dragons experience. Yeah. Fighter, ranger, although don't play a ranger, but that kind of archetype. Um, so fighter, rogue, cleric, wizard, yeah. they're the ones you're kind of looking at as you start. <clears throat> classes, yeah. In my opinion. I think clerics are super good intro to um, a caster, actually, because you just have your channel yeah. of an E and spells. Like that's, that's your whole vibe. They give you a little bit of everything. I think the tricky, the trick with clerics is not 
box pigeonholing them, not boxing them away. Like, oh, oh I, you're the I, healer. Yeah, no. I mean, look at look at my cleric. He's yeah. far from a healer. Like, he is clerics are the most fun class to play, in my opinion. I think they're a blast. I think the the trick is that when you're like the tricky side of it is that when you're coming into D and D for the first time, mm-hmm. you're probably coming in with those stereotypes, which oh, is fine. I I avoided clerics like the plague when I first started because I was like, oh no, I, I don't want to do cleric. that. Really? Oh, Ben, that's such fun to play. But this, this is the thing, like when you're coming in brand new, tropes and stereotypes are really helpful. Yeah. And it's only when you start really understanding the game that you can then go, okay, well, I want to play this type of character. There's mm-hmm. no class for that. I'm going to have to like kit bash air quotes. Yeah. Because I've said that so many times. It's like my time. Kit bash. No, kit you. bash. Air quotes. No, 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 but I'm just saying, I don't even kit bash, but that's a very, uh, war- <laughs> Warhammer. Burning, yeah. Yeah. I, I used to kit bash when I used to build Warhammer. I love kit bashing. I do it all the time. Yeah, man. Well, let's not start that conversation. But, um, <laughs> you know, when, when you've got an understanding of the game, that's when you start doing that kind of stuff. But yeah. so, so stereotypes when you first start can be helpful. Yes. But I wouldn't say only play, like I wouldn't say to a player, play a cleric if you want to be yeah. a healer. I mean, technically, Gandalf is a cleric if we're going to get into no, it. No, he's yes. not. no, he's he not. He is, though. He's a, he's a fighter <laughs> with one level in wizard. Just that's one. What he is. Just one. One hundred percent. That's what he is. <laughs> I disagree. I, there's a, a whole. There's a whole <laughs> famous Reddit post describing uh, how he is a fighter wizard. Oh, and we will, should all trust the Reddit post. Do you want me to go and find it? And I'll no. read it to you. It's a. It's a real thing. Um, we'll continue this discussion on the Discord server. Um, <laughs> anyway, stereotypes, tropes are good yeah. first time. Yeah, but. Don't lean on them too hard, is what yes. I'm saying. Yeah. Have we actually given any actionable advice here? Maybe. Well, that's good. Have you got any more? Um, start a low level. Oh, God. How off. have we not talked about that yet? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. Don't, don't go in at five or three or whatever. Play at level one. Yeah, level one up. Play at level one and... D- in your first try session, to try, yeah, try to <laughs> in your first session, do a level up with everyone. Yeah. Yes. Or with the new player. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, don't come in at level two or level three, especially yeah. if you're, you know, let's say, for example, the game's starting at level three, but they're playing mm-hmm. a character that gets their subclass at level two because then they've mm-hmm. just got loads more stuff to think about. Start level one. Just start level one. Yeah. Um, so level one, and if you're a new, new player and you were brand new, probably don't join a pre-existing campaign where everyone else is super experienced and like a high level, because that's a bad idea. Yeah, I think <laughs> play with a group of experienced people can be good. Very good idea, but start from the start. But start yeah. from the start, yeah. Don't join midway through. Um, yeah. That's going to be confusing and it's going to give you a headache. Yeah, big time. And it'll probably pull you off forever if you do like... I have like because everyone's like I do all these things that you don't know what I'm doing. You're like, oh. I just get to do this. That's just yeah. how the game works. Yeah. That's not helpful to the new player. No, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. And as as a DM, explain things. Like, if the, uh, let let the stupid questions come. There yes. are any stupid questions. I, I you know I absolutely love running for a group of newbies every now and then because it's such like it's such a good experience. I ran the beginnings of dragon heist effectively mm. like the first like little starter adventure to where they get the um deed to the tavern 
yeah. for a, a group of brand new people, all brand new. Yeah. And the decisions they made and the choices, like the things they did mm-hmm. were so off the wall because they had no understanding of how the game worked in the same yeah. way that they weren't thinking made. mechanically. They were thinking just it's off, so off refreshing the bat, yeah. and it's so fun. Like uh, it, when they were like choosing to use their spells to heal each other because mm-hmm. they were low on hit points and stuff rather than wait for you to drop to zero and then heal because it's more effective. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it was exactly. it actually led for a more realistic experience. Yeah. And it's they just so try stuff out. They try stuff out rather than just being like, I cast this really powerful spell I have over and over again. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really nice to play with a group who understand the game and get it because you can yeah. you can really do stuff your own way and, and like yeah. have a lot of fun. But oh my god, it's so nice. Just a mm-hmm. bunch of newbies who are excited by everything, who sure. are asking weird questions and <laughs> oh, it's like a gift. It's such yeah. a gift. It is really nice. Yeah. Really, really I love nice. bringing new people in. Um, and if you are, here's a bonus one. If you're listening to this and you're bringing a new person into the group, don't tell them how to play. Let them work it out. Let them ask those questions. Let them make those mistakes. So yeah. what I'm saying is, if they go to do something that's not optimal, don't say you should do don't this. Be like, oh, maybe you yeah. should do this instead. Let them work it out. Yeah, let them play absolutely. the game because we've all been there, and that's the fun. Hundred percent. Okay, I think I think that's a helpful episode. Yeah. Um, and if, if you are making your new character and need help, you could join us on the server. Well, I was actually going to say we haven't really sat down and gone, here's how you make your first character. So if that's what you're looking for and you've listened to this and gone, okay, but this is great advice, but I need to actually make a character. Where's the help? Come to the Discord server. Uh, there's yeah. a link in the description below. There's... Mm-hmm bunch of people in there you don't have to pay to be on the server it's completely free no. to join patrons just get extra stuff by being on there um, mm-hmm. and being patrons at the same time so come and join the free rooms come and join the common room and yeah ask advice and th- there are loads of people like me like dave and loads of people in the community who i'm sure would happily oh yeah help you build a character if you said hey i really need someone to sit Absolutely. down and explain things to me there are people in there that would do it it's such a such Without a safe a space yeah mm. so come and join us and and I mean this wholeheartedly. It is one of my all-time favorite things, bringing new people into D&D. So if you stumbled upon this episode yep. because it's, it's titled, you know, making a first character or <laughs> yeah. something like that, and you've gone, oh, this will be helpful, you are more than welcome in the server and, mm-hmm. and we will yeah. happily help you and bring you into this game. Yeah, um, whether you're a new GM or a new player. or Yeah, we, we do. We do have people who know stuff about Monster of the Week. Yeah, Pathfinder, Witcher, uh, Witcher, uh, Call of Cthulhu. So if you need anything else, just and now some really up. bizarre like small TCRPGs. Oh yeah, we like, need to have a look at. We're just super fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. Come and join us. Come have a chat. Um, just know that it's a safe space, and you can ask silly questions. That's fine. Absolutely. Even as small as which dice do I roll when I'm doing this check? Yeah, like with it's fine. Come and ask silly questions. Yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen anyone be like. No, that's not right. <laughs> like I don't think. No, no, because we don't we don't have that community. <laughs> no, it's not We're that also welcoming. All. So yeah, yeah. Um, if you want to get involved with these conversations, if you want to come and talk to us about how Gandalf is a fighter with one level in wizard, a cleric, yes, then uh, join the server. <laughs> that is the place to do it. We are on the internet in other places. We're yeah. on Twitter. We're on. There is a Facebook group. Um, they don't. They're not very active. There's an Instagram. Yeah. They exist. We don't do a lot with them. Um. 
Most of our focus is on the Discord server. The, the yeah. Else, yeah. Those exist and those are good places to be and occasionally I'll post things, but, um, and, and there's plans and things might change with those in the year as things go on. We've got some kind of stuff that we want to do. So mm-hmm. um, by all means, go and check those out and look at all the old content because it's a blast to see all the old <laughs> stuff on there. But uh, And occasionally yeah. I'll post something random on Instagram and everyone goes, oh my yeah. God, it's live. Um, so go and check this out. There's our links below. But yeah, I mean, I think something we could do uh, on a tub and talk maybe is to, to do a character start to finish. Yeah, we could build one. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and try and go through it. Yeah. I mean, in, in yeah. a short amount of time. It'd be, I mean, That'd be amazing. Write that down. Let's, I, uh, let's do I, that at some let's point. Let's do that. Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Um, cool. Okay. Well, we'll see you on the server, hopefully. And hopefully. in the meantime, um, happy, happy new year, happy 2024. Happy year. Welcome to TCRPGs if this is the first time you're playing. And if you've been here for a while, uh, I hope you enjoyed the rambling conversations and you learned <laughs> how to bring new people into the game. Um, Tavern Talk next week. Yeah. Do you know what you're talking about yet? No. Cool. You get on that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I have some bad news for you. Okay. I'm doing dry January. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, or at least I've told myself I am and I haven't had a drink okay. yet. Um, you know, so we're, and we're, we're a couple of weeks in, so I'm, I'm, we're a week and a half in, so we're, I'm okay. doing well. Okay, okay. Um, That's so, me drinking a beer on camera with you. I know. And I'm, I'm just watching you, like, <laughs> enjoying that beer. Yeah, so it's maybe, nice, uh, Maybe you'll break me on top and I mean, I don't want to do that because I, then I would feel bad. But okay, well then let's find some <laughs> some mocktails that I can yes deal create let's do that. for top and talk. That would be fun because uh, I've not actually made mocktails before. So Liam, the uh, if you didn't listen to the one Liam did, the monster of the week one, we made a really yeah. good cocktail for that one. It was because really, he doesn't really drink. Nice. Does he? He doesn't drink a lot. No, I don't think he drinks every now and then. But cool. yeah, okay, well. Bear that in mind for when I'm with you in the tavern. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll look up a good mocktail for us. Okay, cool. Sweet. All right, <laughs> All right mate. Um, happy New Year. Thanks for joining me. Happy New Year. First one of 2024. Oh, oh, my very God. welcome. Entering <laughs> into year six of the podcast. That's crazy. All my days. Yeah, we should probably we should probably start thinking about wrapping it up, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell. Just leave it. Just get rid of it. <laughs> See you later. <laughs>